I have a question. Can you hear? He can hear, right? He was talking before. I think he can hear. Is that? Does Why that do sound you better? Take so long. Like actually, you I was cooking, bro. You were cooking. Why were you cooking? To be honest, that doesn't piss me off as much as when he's showering. Like. You know that I'm going to be... I finish work at 6, roughly. Like, at least at the latest 6.20, I'm going to be here ready. And I still have to... I don't give a shit. 14... I, was making, I was making shepherd's pie, man. That shit takes some time. Well, can you not fucking make shepherd's pie on a night we're meant to record a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm laughing. I, I didn't know. I sat here for 40 <laughs> minutes waiting for you. Right now, I live 40 minutes away from here. So that's another 40 minutes to get home. And then have dinner. By the time I get home after this, I have like just to go to sleep. Yeah, that's the that's the price of fame, though, right? None of us are famous. <laughs> what, should we not waste any more of Max's time? <laughs> and just get, if and I lived around the corner, and but just I get straight into it. Yeah, we good. I mean, I mean, yeah. Okay, cool. So basically, you know, episode two of the We Used To Be Friends podcast, producer Jackson, obviously not here. He's uh, working late this week um, at the Mario Rugby League Carnivals, but I have called you guys here today for a very specific reason, and it's for Tim Watch. I'm kind of concerned about him. <laughs> he's, been, he's been through a lot this week. Um, hey man, one of his two teams made it into the grand final. No, well, let's just go through like. First of all, like Roger Federer retires. It's a beautiful moment. But it's... well, let's just go through his week. Roger Federer retires. His favorite, you know, where would he rank in your all-time favorite athletes, Tim? All-time favorite athletes, like top three. Like yeah, top three, maybe third. Yeah. Kobe. Is Tom Brady second? Who's, or is it Jonathan Thurston? Cleary. Cleary. <laughs> <laughs> Probably like Seth, uh, well, Kobe, Thurston. David Beckham. Then maybe Federer. I was going to say, like, yeah, like, those would be my top four. Kobe one, and then Thurston, Federer, Beckham. With Beckham was a joke. Beckham's actually in there. No, seriously. <laughs> Me, I, I grew up watching David Beckham. Fair enough. So yeah, Roger Federer retires. Obviously, Tim's Cowboys uh, knocked out of the finals. Um, there was another one. I did have another one. What was it? What else happened to you this week? I swear there was more. Oh, the Lakers. The Lakers. Obviously, media day introduced their their roster currently to go into the season. That had to be tough. They put up a photo on like Twitter as like our roster. It's so shit. It's so they bad. They can't shoot threes. They can't do, do anything. Yeah. They have LeBron. What do you mean they can't shoot threes? That's Kendrick Kendrick Nunn. Have you seen the Isn't Patrick Beverly like Patrick statistically Beverly's the there. best three point shooter yeah. outside of LeBron? Outside of LeBron, yeah, he is. The thirty eight percent three point shooter. That's yeah, but everyone else is like thirty two. Like that's your best. Apart from LeBron. Also, just some, like... There's just... Did you notice that when they were taking, like, the big three photo? How, like, it was, like, LeBron and AD, like, really close. And then, like, Westbrook was, like, 
standing a little bit away from them. They're like, oh, Westbrook, can you move a bit closer? Like, he looked real awkward. You see Westbrook's quote as well about, like, you know, sometimes sometimes you just don't get along with <laughs> certain, like, work colleagues. and it's All this, all I'm hearing is that he's going to get traded for some good. Hmm. Sure. So anyway, so basically Tim's um, week. Tim's week is Roger Federer retires, the Cowboys lose somewhat controversially, maybe. And then uh the Lakers obviously introduced their team media day. It actually I genuinely felt bad for you when I saw the team. And then um and on top of all that, like you still live in Canberra, so um we are on <laughs> Tim Watch. How, are you are you okay? It was are you okay they Okay, day the other day. Are you doing all right? Oh, oh, has Tim frozen? We lost him. That's not the face of someone. Okay. <laughs> can you hear me still? Oh, we can hear you. Yeah, you're Thanks. you're frozen though. You can hear me. You just can't. We can hear you now. Oh, there you go. You're back. In terrible quality. In terrible, terrible quality. That was a look of a man that's ready to just end it all <laughs> yeah. at any point. That was that froze at the perfect moment, Tim. You'll be able to watch that back, but Oh, he's gone. Well, it's just us. How are you? Better than Tim. <laughs> I'm I'm okay. Oh. Alright. What'd you do today? Worked. Any fun stories from work? Um no guy yesterday had toilet paper hanging out of his pants the customer patient he walked in how old oh he was in for a while before someone realized a customer actually realized and was like does that guy have like toilet paper hanging out of his pants and i saw and it was like five to six squares of toilet paper hanging out of his pants five to six squares it was a lot it's a lot it was a lot yeah it was a lot hemorrhoids i think i don't (laughs) know Why? (laughs) why why would someone have like well, like maybe he just wait. Which way was it? Like no, it was, was out... he wearing shorts and no, it was wearing pants way? and it was coming out like above, the like where the belt and like the buckle, like yeah, right. like it was coming out of the top, and he was just walking around like that, and like no one noticed for ages, and then when you noticed, like it was funny as, but yeah, but like what? How like he's obviously happen? wiping his ass or something, and just left paper, and like maybe some got like stuck in his butthole, like or like between Six. his cheeks. No, but like, I'm saying maybe he folded it up, right? And he's been wiping and like, he's, you know, gone a little deep in there or something. Like something's gotten stuck, you know, he's clenched as he's wiped or something. And like, maybe he's got, he thought, he thought it's dropped down or something. I don't know. And he's gotten up and like, maybe it's unraveled and he's done his pants up and it's like hung out the back. Like how else could it happen? Like... Well, that's that's why I say hemorrhoids. Like maybe he's like trying to stop some. Well, you reckon he's bleeding out his butthole? <laughs> yes. he kind of just like made his own little like butthole tampon or something. <laughs> I don't know, but it was a lot hanging out. Yeah, it's crazy. And like, I was busy, so I couldn't go. Like, be like, oh, hey, man. Like, by the way, you're walking around with toilet paper, probably for a good at least twenty to thirty minutes, at least since you've been to the toilet because you've been in here for a while. Do you? Yeah, just cut cut all of that out. Yeah, no, it's okay. We're actually having a good discussion. So Max was telling me, Tim. Uh, Max, do you tell Tim what you saw yesterday? Oh, yesterday there was a patient walking around with at least visibly 
like five squares of toilet paper hanging out the back of his pants. So not shorts, like they're coming out the top back. Yeah, but... yeah. So a patient. Yeah. Would you call your the people that come to your work a patient? They're both. Well, because they're clinical, right? <laughs> just to clarify. Oh, yeah, say they're both. Well, like they get referrals, right? Yeah, they get they literally get patient. medicine. Some of them also. Yeah, okay. You get a prescription from the optometrist. Like yeah, they're fair. both. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Just, I mean, patient patient just made it sound like real. Yeah, because then it's like, oh, the guy's sick. Like, no, no, no. he was coming I mean, to get his yeah. eyes checked, and he's got toilet paper hanging out of his. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he might have been sick. He might have had some tap ass. I don't know, but <laughs> he. I, I think. He, I mean, his eyes were. You know, he, he needed glasses, but something, you know, maybe it was just a normal wipe, an everyday wipe. They got stuck. You know, he's maybe he's go, he goes deep with like a finger. And like, the outside like, of his pants. So it was what's, coming out of his own... underpants from his butthole, right? And it was yeah. like... like coming out. Like coming out. Way. And then... You know how like you see like in a, like a, a, mo- like like a cartoon or a movie or something happens? Like that's no, the first yeah, time I've ever seen I get it, but like how does a piece that long get stuck? I don't That's know. what I'm saying. What's your initial thoughts, Tim? <laughs> Around that? Yeah. Like, how does that happen? As well, I don't. I don't know how a piece that long gets stuck. Like, would you fold it, scrunch it? Well, that's I well, reckon. So it has to be a fold. No, because... it was. It was not. It had not been scrunched and opened up. It was clearly a fold. A fold had happened. So respect. But how? How do you forget? Like, how do you forget that you? It's like you went to wipe, but then you forgot that you. Like, you forgot the fourth time and... You like, was he... No, no, I reckon, like, he's wiped. Got, like, just dropped I have it. it. I know what's happened. Oh, you, okay, you go. Well, I don't... No, not everyone's wiping, looking at it, dropping it in, right? He may have just wiped, <laughs> releco release, like, oh, gravity's done its job. Mm. But he's... Maybe it's a bit sticky. Maybe he's, he's, you know, he's been real thorough. But it's like, maybe he's a bit sweaty. And, it, like, obviously one of the squares or something has stuck to his butt. Gotten up, yeah. pulled his pants up. Because it's dangling as he pulls his pants up, it, it's... How many, how many squares was it, though? It was literally, like, five squares that was so visible. So, like, I reckon, yeah, it was, like, maybe, you like... See, could you see... No, you see, I like, couldn't see that closely. Was there, there was no shit on it. That I couldn't see any question. shit. I also think if there was shit, probably gonna be on the toilet paper in his pants, but I couldn't... I didn't get that close, but I didn't see any shit. It has to be an old, to be an old person, right? I didn't touch it. it didn't, Wait, it yeah, what was the age again? You did say. Oh, like 40s or 50s oh, or something. That's not old enough. 40? That's not old enough. That's not old enough. <laughs> like, mid, I mean, it was middle life together. It was middle life. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty I get your life together if you're 40, walking around with used toilet paper stuck to your ass. <laughs> so you reckon it was just like a, a wipe and stick? It's, and he just didn't know it stuck. Maybe he like because it makes sense, right? Like if you don't realize it's stuck and you pull your pants and the piece like it's yeah, long it's enough. Fair. You've got enough squares that it dangles as you pull up. That's gonna dangle out of your pants. That does make more sense than homemade hemorrhoid tampon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's actually what? a question. Like <laughs> that was the first thing I thought. I was like hemorrhoids, just keeping some toilet paper there. Stop the bleeding. Um, oh my god! Well, so you obviously didn't tell him. No, I was gonna go. I was like, oh, I should like go say something, but I was busy. I was occupied, so I couldn't go. And I think he already had walked out by the time I was had a chance to go tell him. And I know a couple other people had oh, so seen. So you went to go tell him, but he he'd left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
because I was I was busy, and then um, one of the girls at work she saw because she I saw she started giggling. I was like, oh, she saw, and I was like, ah, oh, she was helping him. And after I was free, I was like, oh, like, did you tell him? She's like, no, I wanted to, but I didn't know how. Like, it was going to be so embarrassing. I was like, so he's just going to walk, go home. Someone's going to tell him. He's going to realize what's happened, and that you know, who knows how long? Like, he knows that. That's been there since he went to the tour, and that could have been like a couple hours ago or something. At least, like, but you didn't tell him. I didn't get a chance to. I can. You can be I sure mean, Tim would not tell someone. Oh yeah, Tim's no. Tim's what's the opposite? <laughs> Tim's just far from a good Samaritan. Tim would have sent a photo to me and yeah. just like let the guy keep on moving. Um, would you want to be told? <laughs> Yes, that's the thing. The thing is, like, it's embarrassing. Would what's like? Would you rather no one tell you and you just start walking around like for who knows how long, and everyone's yeah. looking at you? You wanna you wanna nip the damage as early as possible. Nip it in the butt. Nip it yeah. in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you would rather someone tell you like like. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Like when you used to wear bandanas, like. <laughs> You know, like you, you like maybe you don't want to hear it. Maybe it's a bit awkward to tell your friend, but like, I'm sure you're pretty like, hey man, like I don't know about this bandana look. Like, you know, maybe you maybe maybe you move away from. I wore one the other day. A bandana just around the house. My hair's gotten a little bit longer. <laughs> Did you actually? Uh, yeah, just washed it and conditioned it. My hair was flowing, and I was like, oh, a little bandana could go well, could go well here. I didn't like hate a, my bandana like face, Okay. I thought it was okay. Or your didn't you have a didn't you have a little um ponytail phase as well? Yeah. I tried. He tried the felt hat. <laughs> when you were trying to be I'm a photographer. The ponytail. Hey. Trying to be a real artsy like Yeah. Like leather like leather dress shoes with tight jeans. I mean I still wear leather shoes with tight jeans. No, That's but when you tie in with like a white like muscle tee tank top. And like oh, a ponytail see, the only thing and a white like... felt hat. I'm not all sorry, not a white felt hat, it's just brown. a black or like it's a brown, brown felt hat. It's yeah. a brown felt hat. No, I tried the man bu- well, I wanted to go for like full man bum, but the issue was that was back when I was playing QSL. And so it was like training like three times a week plus games and it was a lot of basketball and it wasn't long enough to tie all the way back. Like some parts were long enough, but other parts weren't, so it was just annoying and in the end I just cut it. Thank God for that. I I regret it. I we wish, don't. I wish I went all the way through. But <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we've all had things oh, that we would change. <laughs> Tim should, <laughs> but he doesn't. Like, like, like wears women's me. t-shirts. Yeah, you wear women's t-shirts. You wear bright green. Wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah, actually, you know what? There's nothing wrong with a woman's t-shirt if you want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what's wrong with my green jeans? They they're gross. <laughs> they look shit. The fluoro green. But Irish. And the fact is that you wear the green jeans with an orange jacket too. The Goku jacket. The Goku jacket. Yeah, it's gotta you gotta add some color. You gotta add some pop. Mac noses. Sure. Alrighty. Well, uh, what we were asking you before you uh, disappeared, Tim, was are you okay? It, well, when was are you okay day? Was it Thursday? It was Thursday for some places and Fridays for others, I think. 
Yours was Saturday. <laughs> well, I think... Um, you are all oh over goodness. the shop right now. Dude, I don't know what's going on. You're 45 minutes late. My camera, my camera keeps falling down. Um, I definitely was not okay Friday night. Or Saturday. Or Wait, Sunday. The game was Saturday, right? Yeah, but... No, the game is Friday. Oh, yeah, I didn't sleep well Friday. No, the Cowboys game was Friday. Panthers game was um, Saturday. Saturday. No, I heard I how sleep not, well Friday. not okay you didn't, were. Uh, didn't do much Saturday. Just uh, I was just doom scrolling every single like rugby league related post or article talking about the game. Just being like, oh, look at that. Forward pass. Forward pass. Forward pass. And, uh, yeah, it was sad. Mm. Bro, you are... I, I, I felt... When I, when I was going through it, I was like, is this what um, all the Broncos fans in 2015 would have felt? That's actually what I thought about. I was like, I haven't felt this before. Oh, because we... Yeah, I thought, it's been a while. We were robbed of a premiership on the siren. The, the Eels just made some great plays, some creative plays, playing backyard footy, flick passes out the back, you know, flat passes. Hey, you you guys weren't robbed. There was no... We robbed ourselves with missed. poor... Oh, yeah. We robbed ourselves with we let and just jog <laughs> laterally for like five <laughs> minutes across the field before passing the ball to Michael Morgan. Adam, Adam Blair has got to make his tackle. Are you, I mean, if Corey is just... Stayed on Kyle Felt as well, maybe. Um, well, when you have Michael Morgan running at you, you know, it's kind of scary. Morgan anyway, was tackled, though. That's I was just thinking back to the... Boring. Morgan had to flick pass, like, the Felt, because he was already getting tackled. Is it the best it pass? Is, what is it, it is. the best pass of all time? I don't know. Mitchell Moses' pass was pretty <laughs> good. Like, a little flat. Just turn. A little 180. Even Todd Payton oh. says he thinks it was flat, you know? It looks because Tom Payton's a good guy. But if you watch where the ball it was forward, man, it is forward, but it's not as forward as it looked in real time. All right, first of all, there's just no way you could throw a pass that floats forward in that position and it not be forward. Like, there's no coming out of your hands backwards. Well, technically, it did come out of his hands and then traveling forward. It did come out of his hands backwards. Yeah, he was just facing the direction. Yeah, it came out of his hands to a, uh, like, in the direction of the Cowboys try line. Straight across the sideline because it was flat. It was a waste of time. This is a waste of time. No, no, no. But I just genuinely, like, being a Cowboys fan has to be tough because there has been some moments in the finals where it's like the game was once again, there was some controversy around it. Well, I haven't felt, uh, as I was saying, I haven't felt that since 2014 when Cowboys came back from like 30 points down in the prelim. I think it was the prelim to the Roosters. Yeah. Um, And then Thurston scores a try to go ahead with like a minute to go. It wasn't. Yeah, but Robert Louis touches it. But you can can review that because it's a tip pass. can't review a normal knock uh, forward pass. Well, 
So do you think you should be able to review a forward pass? Or try. Yeah, what? why not? I mean, how far what is the, what is the that down... same play, like that same tackle, you know? Like, what is the downside of reviewing a forward pass for a try? I, I don't know. There's just know. a part of me that doesn't want to see passes be able to be ruled on by the bunker. Is it the part because, of you that throws but, forward passes yourself? But tip passes. But you can rule on tip passes. Why can't you rule on normal passes? Well, I guess with a tip pass, like the ball, is the ball ever going to float forward? It just starts to get tough when it's like, there's so many passes where you're like, I think it was backwards out of the hand, but it's carried forward two meters. Like it, it puts the, bun- I think it's almost impossible for a bunker to rule on it. What are you, like that pass on the, on the weekend? How easy no, 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 no. No, no, I understand that, but if, if it's like, if you can rule on that pass, then you can rule on all passes, and then the bunker's now put in a position where it's got to, like, genuinely make some calls. Like, for example, the Valentine Holmes out to the Tuolangi in the same game. If you can rule on a, on a forward pass or not, there's a chance that that one gets called back. There's no chance that one gets called back, though. It, the ball finishes... Ahead of yeah, where but it's not about where. Ball. But it's not about where it finishes. I know. It's like where, where it comes out. The, but I think look at the direction out, of his hands. I think it comes out of his hands super flat, verging on forward. But in the in the moment of the game, it doesn't look forward. It just looks like a normal play. So I I don't know. I, I'm like I feel like I'm like a traditionalist where I'm like I want as little to change as possible. And um, I'm fine. But there's no. But like, why? If you can have a game with no mistakes, why would you not have a game with no mistakes? Like, what? What's? What's the good of having teams lose because a ref misses a call? Yeah, I'm like, I would rather just have a game with no mistakes if that's possible. Like, what's the like the the bunker already rules on, like. A tip off a catch like they'll look at that and be like oh it touched his hand did it go forward did it go backwards did it go sideways they rule off like forward touches all the time like touches catch attempts like loose carries they rule on all of that so what adding a try scoring pass to the equation is going to change There's many, there's many, like there's many touches of like high kicks and stuff that could easily be called forward. But if they don't think it's forward, like if they don't think it's obvious, they just say whatever. That's fair enough. Which I think they would just use that same logic with forward passes that lead to tries. Like if it's not obvious, they're going to be like, well, we don't have enough evidence to make it otherwise. But a pass like that, that's ridiculous. It's fair enough. There's just a part of me that enjoys sport when there's as little to do with... Bad calls? No, just as little to do with the like a video referee or like going back and reviewing things as possible. Just like the... like We, we can talk about how much the NBA reviews these days and how much... like Everyone thought it was refreshing watching the Olympics, watching the FIBA basketball, 
even all of the diehard NBA guys that don't watch a lot of international basketball all are kind of like, it was kind of nice not going down and reviewing like if someone's like passing the ball and the other player comes through and hits it, like it's just off the other team. It's, the, it's off the defender. It's not off that offensive player. Whereas in the NBA, we're seeing guys where it's like the guy deflects the ball and it's like, oh, like his finger kind of just... Ro- the offensive player's finger just rolled off it at the end and like you're watching it for three minutes. And for me, I think it's kind of nice when sport just flows. And the NRL, for a while, got to a point where it wasn't flowing at all. Now it's flowing better. So, I mean, so maybe you could bring the... It's the way more... Yeah, but, but it's way more free-flowing... Than the NBA, yeah, but that's not well. The NBA is different. Like NBA, does you have like a hundred scoring possessions in a game, like more than a hundred scoring possessions in a game, like in total. Whereas in rugby league, you have like six, eight, like in total, and so they already review tries. There's a higher weight on those, and things. they already re- yeah, and they already review tries anyway. Like what's there's no extra delay from them looking at oh oh that pass came out of Mitchell Moses' hands and it went ball. Like there's no extra delay at all. It's fair enough. Like they already look at everything else leading up to it. I do hate I do hate the fact that the NRL came out and said the pass was forward. Like this is the thing that annoys me about the NRL is like they're just constantly shooting themselves in the foot because now you've gone two and a half days three days everyone's kind of like outside of the Cowboys like fans most people are like okay well like we now have a grand final set let's think about that and the NRL comes out and goes like yeah the pass was forward like I don't understand why the NBA does it too most sporting leagues does like oh the ref made the wrong call here like I don't think the I don't think professional sporting leagues have to come out and then say that well, because, like, what, what's the alternative? You just, like, never, you never talk about if you make a mistake or not. Like, you just stay yeah, silent. Yeah, we met behind closed doors. Go, okay, referees, like, this was a poor decision. And... But that's not, but that's, like, it's a public sort of... I think they're trying to appease the public. You know, it's, it's an entertainment product. Like, people... But doesn't that just piss you off? Fan... Yeah, but it might make, if you're the team that I happen to, just feel a little bit better or whatever, if they, like, acknowledge it. Did it make you feel better, Tim? What? Did it make me feel better? Yeah. This one? No. Yeah, it just pissed you off even more. Yeah, but it did nothing. are going to be decisions affected if you make the grand final or not. Yeah. It did nothing, like, for me. But, I don't know, this is, like, a special case. Because it's so obvious. It's one of the things... Which is why I think it's stupid, because as soon as it happens, everyone is like, well, that went forward. But then everyone's like, oh, well, we can't review it. Even though you review, like, everything else, but you can't review it because... Like, if Will... If, if like, Papali tapped it before it went to Panasini, they would re- re- uh, review it and they'd say it's forward. But because he caught it and then passed it, yeah. Then it's like, which is, I don't know, it's just stupid. It's a sad, sad weekend, not going to lie. I think we're getting too close to a point where the NRL will start ruling on passes. Well, they they have like, and they're trialing technology in a ball. Yeah, they're trying. They like a chip in the ball, and then the ball, like, you know, it can tell you relative to the person passing it, 
whether it went forward out of the hands or backwards out of the hands. Ball just blows up if it goes forward. <laughs> which, which would be like pretty cool. He doesn't like that. I like it because he then doesn't like that. It will just it will be a, like it should be theoretically a hundred percent. You'll just know. Yeah, it's like almost like oh maybe like 99.99%. He doesn't like it because halves throw short forward balls to like runners. Yeah, I think well, a part. So what? Of, I think a part of being like a good playmaker is it's throwing forward passes. Is, no, is the manipulation. No, is the manip- <laughs> is the manipulation of bending the line in rugby league. So like, I mean, every good half does it. Like Nathan Cleary, Jonathan Thurston, Andrew Johns, like any of these guys, like. If you go and watch enough of their short balls, you're, you're going to find a large percentage of them, of them being forward. And a part of it is your ability to kind of attack the line, turn your hips, and make it make put the referee in a tough decision to call the pass, whether it's forward or backwards. I think it's like part of the game. I could get around a... Uh, you know, in that possession if a forward pass is made and it leads directly to a try then going to a video referee to then um make a ruling on it but in like i don't know just in general play like if you're able to if you're at the if you're coming out of your own half and you throw a flat a, a flat ball that's that maybe goes forward and you're able to manipulate that like you're a half that gets into the line the referee can't see it properly and you're putting your body on the line and Manipulating the ref in that situation, I, I don't, I don't know. I think it's part of, the, I think it's a, a part of the game. But, but why would you have things that, like, why would you have incorrect plays as part of the game? But it's the same with like playing defense. It's not because it's not like, baiting. It's not it's baiting someone. Not baiting someone into a penalty. It's not like getting someone's head, or doing anything like that. It's it's like travels in the NBA. Or, or diving. Like if you could in like football, like in the Premier League and stuff. Like if you could, if there was a technology that was like, oh, you actually didn't get touched, but you fell over, you get a yellow card instead of you getting a penalty. Or in the NBA, it was like, we all, whenever we watch FIBA basketball, we always talk about how or they actually call, like they call travels all the time. Like you can't just run four steps with the ball or, you know, crab step or like double dribble or any or carry the ball and that type of stuff. Which like that's the rules of the game. Like why why should you be able to throw like ten forward passes in a game? Just because that's the way it's been done for like a hundred years. I'm just saying I'm not that mad at it. I'm on Tim's side. I'd rather just then not be that in the game if it's possible. Imagine, imagine, if Michael Morgan fl- imagine if Michael Morgan's flick pass was forward. Probably was. I haven't watched it. For... How, how, how would you have coped with that? I haven't watched it. Even worse, I suspect. I mean, well, what ben, like, do you think of the game? Anyway? drop went backwards. <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> what do you think of the game? What do you think of the game anyway? Which game? Cowboys game. The Cowboys like. I thought, despite the Mitchell Moses pass, which like 
I don't think it has anything on like the seven tackle set and things like that. Like if we're talking about like times that Cowboys have been unfortunate with decisions made in a game. Um, What's the same? I thought same, really. I thought the Cowboys were the better team, but just couldn't. The Eels' ability to like scramble, like their scrambling defense was really good. Um, I thought the Cowboys were gonna win the game, like almost the whole time. They looked super damaging every time they shifted left. Um, Leilua and Leilua and Holmes looked really tough. They were basically breaking like two tackles every time they touched the ball each. But the Eels uh, managed to hold on. That was like my biggest. That's well, I guess, my takeaway from the game. So I know like all the talk has been. Like the forward pass happened in like the seventh minute or whatever. They scored the try in the seventh minute. And you have, what, 73 minutes to make up for it. But I just felt like, I don't know, the game was so close. And Did like you the see? game's all about momentum. And like the fact that they got to go into the, into the like halftime, 12 all after they played shit, like, they, that first half, they did nothing. Like, the two tries they scored, one was off the forward pass, and one was when Tamalo was in the bin. And even then, like, that 10 minutes in the bin, we scored a try, like, one man down as well. So, like, the 10 minutes in the bin, we came out, like, six points all. But they still got to go into halftime, like, a tie game, then they can go and be like, oh, man. We had like 55% completion. We played shit, but we're still tied. Then we can come out in the first, in the second half and just like, you know, just get back to basics. Don't try anything crazy unless we have to like just get, you know, completed sets on the board because it's a tie game. Whereas like if that pass doesn't happen, then all of a sudden like they're the ones chasing the scoreboard. So like that whole first half could have been so much different because they're like chasing points and they're already making mistakes as it is. And like, you know, scoreboard pressure does like crazy things, which is what like I think, you know, they got six points just against the run. It was like pretty huge swing of momentum. But yeah, I still do think that. Cowboys should have scored in like the last three sets that they were attacking the line. Yeah, I thought the Cowboys were the more damaging team the whole game. They just, the Eels just found a way to keep them out, which was super impressive on that. Like, the Eels played really well. I mean, there are a couple of times, like, super impressive the scramble defense that like Guthrie and stuff had. But there were also like, I don't know, I think there were like two or three times when. If we just made one more pass, we score. Oh no, there was. Like, the Nanai passed it felt like if he passed that, felt over. I think Hiku had one as well. And then towards the end of the game, we talked about this earlier, but they were always trying to score the try and like the third tackle. Yeah, they were going sideways. Whereas I think if they just if they just straightened it up and had like a big Tamalola run or something, they probably would have scored. Yeah, they were going sideways, like, 
every almost every single tackle as opposed to maybe like two two hard runs through the middle and then and then go yeah which it was like always on like every single tackle yeah but the thing like is they could get through the thing is is when you're going sideways all the time it becomes easier defensively to just shift whereas if you go through the middle then you're having to like bend that line and then so when you when you get two quick plays through the middle and then shift it's not like okay our whole line's shifting together it's okay well our middles are still trying to get back on side and there's people trying to shift and so your lines now stay. yeah yeah like i thought i thought they should have kind of run like similar plays to what they did at the end of the sharks game when they had that like decoy runner then they out the back to tamalolo or they could have like Drinkwater could have gone out the back to like Chad, and then Tamlo would just cut back in, and they probably would have scored. But yeah, I'll be honest, I was probably whatever. the Sharks Cowboys game. <laughs> I don't remember much. From uh-huh. I'd had a lot to drink for that game. I don't remember much from that one. <laughs> what but, Cowboys uh, Sharks? Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. That was that was the uh, the big Eli hangout. Um, no. That was wasn't that the Rabbitohs game? When the Cowboys Sharks? Oh no, sorry, Cowboys. Yeah, Sharks no, game. this is like weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah Cowboys Sharks. Anyway, uh, are you done with your? Have you gotten out what you wanted to say, Tim? Two forward passes, actually. I'll add that. Nah, the other one's flat. But you can't throw a flat pass spinning around like that, man. Mm. It was impressive. But he did. I've seen worse forward pa- I've seen worse forward passes in games than that one. The yeah, Mitchell Moses one though the Mitchell Moses one is like crazy. You can't have both of them you can't have both of them in one game and neither of them get to call. That's the like, thing. That's wild. The Mitchell Moses one, that one had to go. The other one's fine. The other one's play on. Anyway, uh, basically what this episode is is we used to be friends, uh, NRL grand final edition. Um, we've taken a little while to get to the actual NRL Grand Final, uh, but I do have a few, uh, just a few little things that we're going to talk about, and then we'll wrap this up so Max can drive back to Narangba. Um, Battle of the West, are you guys excited for the game? Yeah. You I thought Battle, Battle of the West would be... Well, I just want Penrith to lose. Fuck, I'm not excited. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you are excited, though. Would you have been more excited if the Cowboys were in it? Well, I found, my, I found myself going for the Cowboys in the Parramatta Cowboys game. Yeah, I bet you would have. Either way, like, what? Was I watching it with you? Yes. Yeah, you knew I was going for them. I know, but I'm just saying, like, I don't want the Cowboys to win. And they're not in the grand final now, so I don't have to worry about it. And now I have to worry about Tim's second favorite team, the Panthers, winning. Yeah. I obviously don't want the Panthers to win. I want the Eels to win. And it's cool. It's like, that, <laughs> it's Battle of the, the West. Like, it would have uh, been the greatest matchup. It would have been the greatest matchup ever for me if it was Cowboys Panthers. Like, so close. You're sick. You're a Queensland <laughs> and your second Wait, favorite team. You're you have, like seven of the starting thirteen Blues players from like Game Three play for the Panthers. Or you if just you admitted. Whoa, 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 You just admitted that you were supporting Parramatta. Parramatta, the Parramatta Eels over the Cowboys. Yes, because you go for the Cowboys and you're an annoying fan. Yeah, but the Cowboys had like, what, 
six Origin players in total. Yeah, but that's Origin has nothing to do with it. For it Queensland, has everything to do with you. If it's if it's Cowboys are completely. And you call yourself a Queenslander? Cowboys are completely different. Would you see what I'm saying? Like, oh no, like this is the thing. Like I've been I like to... the Cowboys, and then Tim made me hate the Cowboys. If Tim, if can you put a lot? Hey, of... he supported the Cowboys. If I no, this is the thing. Is like so I can tell you how I felt at the end of the Cowboys Eels game. I felt relief. Yeah, I there was a sense of relief in my body. I was going for the Cowboys, and I I actually felt like they were like done a little bit of dirty on a few of the things that happened throughout the game. Um, but when the game was over, I sat there and I was like, at least Tim's team's not going to win a grand final. Yeah, see, I don't... Jackson doesn't even annoy at. me Jackson about... Jackson doesn't like, really annoy Like, Jackson's me. fine. If Tim wasn't in the equation, I would... Cowboys used to be my second favorite team growing yeah, up. They'd probably be my second favorite team. But Tim's an annoying yeah. fan. Yeah. So I hate the Cowboys because annoying of you and you alone. I, but here's the thing. I've, I've actually tried to turn a page in my uh in the book of whatever this is i don't know what i'm trying to say but what i'm trying to get at is i'm now wanting to have tim live in my head sorry not Not have tim Tim not have tim live in my head rent free when it comes to the cowboys so for me i like the majority of their team outside of kyle felt well, Tuolangi's like your favorite player, right? Tuolangi is my favorite yeah. player in the NRL. <laughs> He's up there. I like him. But, um, yeah, I'm not allowing Tim to live rent-free in my head. Uh, I get around the Cowboys. I like most of their players. I like most of their players. You should. I, I hate fucking Tim. So, I can't, like, I Fun don't team. want them to win, ever. Fun uh, team. Exciting team. I don't, even, Tom I don't even know what I've done. I don't even know what I've done to deserve this. Um, you're you. From, from the Cowboys' <laughs> perspective. Like, what have I done from the Cowboys' perspective? Like, to deserve oh, this just, much hate for my team. It doesn't matter. It was just whatever team you go for. Nah, his Lakers fandom doesn't piss me off. I don't know why his Cowboys... It probably all started in 2015. Nah. Well, he's not as, like, like, vocal about the It's Lakers. because... Just admit it. Just admit it. It's because... 2015. That's no, because no. you already had us hating the Cowboys before yeah. 2015. I don't know. But if 2015 never happened, if 2015 never happened, you wouldn't you wouldn't have that like burning hate inside you. You're also a super but biased. It's fan. definitely added to. I it. think his bias is also has a big impact. Yeah, you're that's... a very biased fan for all your teams and all your sports, yeah. whoever you support. Anyways, let's move on to the grand final. That's what this show is. It's not about Tim and his Cowboys. It's about the NRL grand final, Parramatta Eels versus the Penrith Panthers. Um, obviously, we got a guy going for the Eels. We have a guy going for the Panthers. I'm also going for the Eels in this one. Um, but uh, I thought we'd just do a couple of things. So I thought we would do... Um, I was gonna. I've put together basically a starting thirteen using Penrith players and Parramatta players. Um, then we are gonna do our. Uh, I don't know if Tim's actually done it. But I was gonna say a, a multi for the game. Uh, I put one together that's pretty, pretty spicy. Um, and then we are gonna go into picking our score lines plus Clive Churchill medalists. So. Ready to go? Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. This I was going to put together the 17 and we could discuss it. So 
Um, <clears throat> at fullback, you've obviously got two pretty good fullbacks, Dylan Edwards and Clint Gutherson. I am picking Dylan Edwards here. That's the right decision, unfortunately. Love me some King Gutho, but Dylan Edwards is a gun. Yeah, he just he's like feels super, super safe and just like always gets the job done. Yeah, so that's that's the difference about them. I think like the best Gutho game is probably better than the best Edwards game. Yeah, but then but Edwards is always going to run for like two hundred meters and like make a bunch of post contact meters and like always be there defensively, like in the right spot. Yeah, Dil- Dylan Edwards feels like the fullback version of like Boyd Cordner. Luke Lewis, like those sort of guys that's just like their the their worst game is like a seven and a half. Yeah. Whereas Clint Gutherson could have like a terrible four, game. Yeah, like a yeah. real bad game. Um got anything to add there, Tim? No, Dylan Edwards is just a better player. By far. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be like he's just a better player, but whatever. I think he is. He is. He is. No, he, he like he's definitely way more consistent. Is he more talented? Um, yeah, like the meters, the meters he gets is like always in the right position. Alright, now we like never played Origin. Gotho's played some Origin. Now we're gonna go uh, Charlie Staines versus Sevo. 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 I'm not a big Charlie Staines guy. Wait, do they play on the? Charlie Staines plays on the right edge. Sevo plays on the left edge. Yeah, because they've both got them down as number twos here. They play... Should we put them in the positions that they play in? Sure. So we go Brian Toto versus Brian Toto versus Sevo. I'm taking Brian Toto, obviously. I'm taking yeah, Brian Toto. Yeah, Toto was playing on the right edge throughout the year. He's he's, he's, he's back swapped on the left. He's, he's back on the left. He's right? changed. He changes. Yeah, he's, but he's on, been on the left for a while. He's been on the left. Yeah, he's back on the left. He's back on the left because um, Taylor May is injured. Yeah, grub. Yeah, right. So. Look, we'll just go by numbers. We'll just go by numbers. It's easier. So we'll go Mike Ocevo. We'll go Mike Ocevo over yeah. Charlie Staines. Um, Tago versus Penasini. I'll go Isaac. I'd go Isaac too. Though I do think Penasini's pretty yeah. good. I think, I think Tago's like overall more solid. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Crichton versus um, Simonson. Simonson. Oh, we're not Simonson. doing uh, Tom Opicic? Tom Opicic? Stephen Crichton. Yeah. I know, I just would. I just want to pick Tom Opacic over um, Stephen Crichton, you know. I like Bailey Simonson. Shut up. Shut up. If it was actually Opacic and Crichton... You're a fool. Do you, like... It's, it's definitely... It's obviously Stephen Crichton. Stephen Crichton, Crichton. 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 Wonga Blake, the man that cannot catch a high ball to save Brian, Brian Toho. How no. many high balls is Blake gonna? Well, they were push? tough high balls. Like, give yeah, it how many? Bro, well, it's two games in a row that he's just he's dropped like what? Oh, he's gonna know. catch. He's gonna get all the balls kick. He's gonna get every single ball is gonna go down. No, I got faith. I got faith. Sorry, man. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Every single ball is gonna go to him. Um, yeah, I'd definitely Brian Toro. Like, so just, what? just so we can Toro. get back. Yeah. Toro, bro. Okay, not Toro. You, um, you guys were both supporting South, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I just don't want the Cowboys or Penrith to win, really. How did how did you feel? Like, what was your reaction when Brian Toro, like, intercepted? Oh, and then the just... Oh, yeah. I was just like, uh... 
Like, were you just shocked? You didn't do anything? Oh, I definitely... You just stunned? Like, were you silent? Was that what the reaction was? No, I was... Oh, uh, no. I, I was, was I stunned when... Who did he bump into? He bumped someone into <laughs> Damien. Oh, he bumped... He bumped into Cody Walker. Into no, Damien. He bumped Cody Walker into Damien, Damien Cook, who also took over out. Cody Walker, and I was like, oh, that, that's a try now, like... Yeah, the fact that when it turned into a try, I was like... I thought he was going to... When he got the intercept, I was like, he's going to get tackled. Yeah, because yeah, he was clearly going to get tackled, and then he and bumped then he him. And, he and bumped that's him. when I was like, what the fuck? Even if he just bumped... Even if he bumped <laughs> him, like, Damien Cook still probably could have gotten there and maybe tackled him, but it was when he bumped him into Damien Cook's leg. That was... Oh. I was his, like, like oh. when he did that, he scores a try, gets up, and like his celebration. That was, that was hype. You can't give Panthers tries like that because they're you know they're going to score the tries that they're going to score. You can't then give them that. Sort oh of... yeah, when he scored that try, oh, that was yeah. yeah. They're winning the game. Yeah, okay. no, I agree with that. So just so we're clear, that back five, we have one Eels player, and. If we actually went by like we went by numbers instead of like the actual edge they play on, it probably would have been five for five for the Penrith Panthers. Because um, I would probably pick Charlie Staines over Long Blake. Mm, I would. I don't know. I think it's pretty close. Um, yeah, I know you would. We at least Charlie Staines on the Panthers. It's on the Panthers. You know what I mean? Yeah, fair enough. Um, Okay, let's get to 5-8. Jerome Luai versus Dylan Brown. That's interesting. I have my pick, but I'll let you guys go first. Like, just is it like just in isolation? Yeah, because it's like, we've got a bunch of Penrith Within the team concept as well. So this is why I picked Jerome Luai. I think think Jerome Luai on this Panthers team is just like and I think even if it wasn't even if it was just like you just like you're just picking between the two and you're not thinking about the team that they're playing on I think Jerome Luai's like been there done that but, I'm pretty confident that Jerome Luai's like gonna be good in this game yeah if it was like in two years time I wouldn't be surprised if I'm just like oh definitely Dylan Brown because he's still so young. He's like, what, 20 years old? Dylan 20. Brown, he's 21 or yeah. 20. Like, Luai's had a good season, though. I feel yeah. like Luai's like at that point where he's like, like, he won the premiership last year. Like You've seen him play a bunch of Origin. Whereas Dylan Brown was like kind of on the come up. You know how like, it's it's my least favorite thing in sports is like when someone's improved, like plays above what they'd played at at another point in time to what you're used to seeing them. While the other guy's just been as good as as he's always been, and you notice the other guy more, I, I, I'm picking Jerome Luai. That's my my pick. Yeah, I take I take Luai just because, like, he's playing alongside Clary, and he's playing next to like Kickow. But like individually, I think I might take if like Dylan Brown was my best half. Like, if I could only pick one, and they're like the best half. In my team, I'd probably take Dylan Brown. That's fair. I feel like he's just throwing that name out there so he doesn't just actually pick all Penrith players. Well, I know he doesn't like Jerome Luai anyway. Oh, really? Why don't you like Luai? He's a a grub. He's the biggest grub in the NRL. 100%. He's he's an Isaac type player. Like, he's exactly the type of player that might be worse than get over here with love. You ever stood on someone's. The back of someone's head with Sorry, your studded I boots just, on purpose. I just like, got a message from Lilo telling me to come to this game. He's playing the Mario Rugby League Carnival. 
Did you say, what did you say about him? So why are you reading? I said Jerome Luai's a you. Well, I was looking player. at this and then his should message not even look at it, up. swipe up a me professional. Yeah, Lilo's my guy. Is the Murray Lee Carnival on tonight? No, the it starts on Thursday or Friday. Oh, okay. Um, the fact that he plays rugby is crazy. He's huge. He, he should. He kills people. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's so big. Um, he was saying... Yeah, yeah, no. um, I was saying you might not be quite as bad as him in grubbiness. I don't think no. Luai is my grub comparison. Oh, I'm joking. He's he's actually the biggest. Is, do you? He's so bad. He stood on. Is there, is there someone? Do so you play? You play no, on, on purpose. Hey. On purpose. You play a lot of Oztag, right? I dabble. Yeah. Is there someone if you if you're making a grubby comparison? Is there someone that comes to your mind when you're making? <laughs> if you're comparing like Jerome White to someone. Drown. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I didn't. I didn't know. He's never gonna say another name. I mean to say it, but like, yeah, you didn't have to say it. But yeah. no, Drian Drea. <laughs> At Drian Drea on Instagram, he's the biggest grub in uh, Queensland. Oztag, I have watched him kick someone's ankle for no reason. Um, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Um, so Jerome. Okay, so we're kind of like for this game, Jerome Luai, but maybe yeah, in a different situation, you pick Dylan Brown. Uh, Nathan Cleary versus Mitchell Moses. Nathan Cleary. Nathan Mitchell Moses is really good. Mitchell Moses is really good, but you're picking Nathan. This is not looking good for the eel. This is what I was saying. I was looking at this today and I was like, oh. (laughs) Um, It's not looking good. Here you go. This one's a little bit... This is a spicy... This one's a little bit closer. Uh, Moses Leota versus Regan Campbell-Gillard. I might go RCG. Yeah, I might go RCG as well. I think off like like the last month, I'm going RCG. But if you ask me, like, I don't know, he's actually been good all year. He was even no, good in Origin. Like, I don't know why New South Wales dropped him. He's good. He was good in like it was game one, right? Yeah, I go, uh, I go RCG. Yeah, me too. Uh, Appy Carus. So, oh, we'll go, we'll go the two front rowers, uh, Fisher Harris and Junior Paulo. Paulo. <laughs> Paulo. Paulo. Uh, um, I'll probably go Jane. I, I know you love Jay Um James Fisher Harris, I I think he's the best prop in the game. Yeah, but you're wrong. He's in the top three, but he's not the best. I think he's the best. I know you think he's the best, but you're wrong. He's so good. Did you see his <laughs> left his left foot step into the flick pass? Was that against the bunnies or the week before that? Or two no, two weeks before that. Seen top and I it just depends. It just depends what you're classifying Jason Tamalolo as, because Jason Tamalolo is best forward. He's a bomb. Uh, so we're going James Fisher Harris on that one, and then Hooker Appy Carousel versus Reed Marnie. I probably go Appy. I don't. Yeah. It's Appy. I it's think t- Appy's. Yeah. The way Appy's playing at the moment is ridiculous. Ooh, this is a good one. This is yeah. a good one. This is a tough yeah. one. Yeah. I actually, I yeah. And they both they both play the left edge as well. So kick out versus lane. Uh, yeah, I'm actually going to go kick, with kick out. I'm going, I'm going both eel second rollers, which is they're all all of those four second rollers. Are, that's a high like high quality to choose from. Yeah, I'm going to go Sean Lane and Papa Lee for my second rollers. So and then obviously the Panthers are kick out and Liam Martin. Yeah, I'm going both eels. 
Sims picking Kikau. Yeah, he loves Kikau. Yeah, Kikau. I hadn't actually written an answer because I wasn't sure. I think like this is like kind of like the Gutho uh, Dylan Edwards thing for me, where I think. Oh, but the thing is, is Sean Lane. Sean like, Lane is fucking just running through holes right now. That game against the Cowboys, every time he touched the ball, he's just going like he's yeah. breaking. Yeah, but yeah, but but he's not gonna he's not gonna be able to do he's not gonna do that against the Panthers. I guess we'll find. I out think on he's Sunday better night. defensively than Kickout. He is definitely better defensively than Kickout. Kickout's a liability defensively. No, he used to be a liability. I don't think he's a liability anymore. But he's I do. Not, think... He's not Sean Lane. Yeah, it's a tough one. I'm pretty split. Tim's picking Kickout. Uh, and I'm picking Isaiah Papali over Liam Martin. They're both really good. I'm picking but... Papali over Liam Martin too. I'm going to go Sean Lane. Let's go, Para. Um, <laughs> Tim's off. Are you picking <laughs> Liam Martin yeah, or Papali? Okay. And then Isaiah Yo. Obvious. Ryan that's Madison. no question. Yeah. I, I mean, Ryan Madison's like. He's good. He's still good, but, but he's not Isaiah Yo. He's not Yo. Isaiah Yo. And then I wasn't gonna do the. I wasn't gonna. I would. I would out of yeah, but out of the bench players, I want Spencer Linu though. Like if yeah. if we're just like if we're talking about your interchanges, Bro, I'm like he, give me Spencer Linu. He's really good. He apparently doesn't remember the Souths game, and he's allowed to play this week. Probably because um, yeah, Ame yeah. Mills. He said that was, hanging But him. he said that was his first concussion he's ever had. Yeah, but still, like. You don't remember the game you played in a week ago? Uh, the game you played like less than a week ago, and you're allowed to play this weekend? That's crazy to me. The core is pretty good. Yeah, but like first he's ever had. Like... Um. Anyways, I wasn't, I, was, I wasn't going to go through the benches, but one bench spot that we should probably talk about is Nathan Brown being added um, back mm. into the Parramatta team. I think we are going to see him get 10 in the bin. For absolutely pumping, like Nathan Cleary, Cleary or something. Yeah, Cleary, like, like Cleary laid on Because <laughs> I think I think the obviously like this is a rematch to the first round of the finals where Penrith beat the Eels, and I thought they were super soft with Cleary. Like Cleary just kind of like got to his kicks whenever he wanted to. There was no pressure on him at all. It's what I thought maybe South would do. I thought South would rattle him a little bit, but they just got too fatigued. I think this Parramatta team isn't going to fatigue the same way South did. And I think Nathan Brown will come on and he's there to ruffle some feathers. Which, like, if you're going to beat Penrith, that's the way you go about it, right? Like, you're not going to... You're not going to out... You're not going to out-footy footy them. Um, well, I mean, yeah, no. like structured footy, no. Maybe, like... If they, if they get a 10 in the bin, they're... Like, Paramount. Yeah, Paramount to get the ten in the bin. It's over. Like it's done. I don't know. They played some pretty good defense on the weekend. Yeah, but I wouldn't say it's done. I, they I, have, I, if, I think Nathan Brown's there just to give it to just a bit of go ahead. You know, he's just gonna like literally. They're just like gonna have like I don't know. The Paramount Eels are. You think they're just going to be trying to, like, shot clearing the head the whole game? No, I think he's there just like. His job is like, as soon as you hop hop on the field, all you have to worry about is making Nathan Cleary's life 
so shit. Was also like a veteran, like as well. It's just gonna be. It's gonna be every time you catch the ball, your eyes just go to Cleary. I'm going. I'm running straight at you. And every single time he has the ball, you want him thinking about where's Nathan Brown right now because he's coming for me. I think that's that's the biggest reason why he's been brought in. And he'll run the ball like that. Everyone. Yeah, that's the thirteen. So from that, we had. One, three, two, RCG, Sivo, and Papali. Sean Lane. Sean Lane, as well. We beat you two to one. We beat you two to one. So four Eels players, four Eels players, uh, to nine Penrith players. It's going to be a yeah. I don't think it's going to be a close game. Well, that brings us to our next topic. Scoreline. Did you make a sports bet? Oh, actually, no. Yeah, let's do, no, let's do the bet at the end. Let's go score lines and our Clive Churchill medalist. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, like so, not like how much they win by, but the actual score. Yeah, actual score. Uh. 28-12. Penrith. Mm-hmm. Nathan Clare. Okay. I'm going to say... Twenty to sixteen eels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Twenty to sixteen eels. Calling it. And who's the Clive Church on medalist? Um... Mitchell Moses. Here's the thing. I have to right now... A little bit of bias there, but, you know. Right now, I have to separate my heart and my head. Dylan Edwards wins Clyde Churchill if um, Penrith wins. I'll say that. So, I have to remove my heart and head right now because they're both pounding. So, if I was to go with my heart, there's a big, like, eels. Yeah. Go with your heart. Big eels... Just go, just go with, just go with your vibe. Big eels, eighteen twelve. Eighteen twelve. Uh, with um, Sean Lang, Clive Churchill medalist. So this is this is your vibe pick, I'm guessing. This is not my vibe. Vibe and head is very different. To He's heart. using this his head my, right. This now. is my. This heart is your head. Pick. This is my heart. Uh, vibe crossed. I put vibe in with my head. My vibe. What? <laughs> This is where my head goes. The vibe I'm getting, uh, vibe wise, I am definitely feel like the vibe comes from the heart. Like I just, I don't know. Yeah, the Does vibe's it? a hard thing. Not, not the maybe head. for you. My vibes are <laughs> much more correct than yours ever. The I'm vibe sure. comes from your gut, actually. Oh, oh you pick, fair. you pick two, you pick James Fisher the Harrison. Vibe, the vibe um, does come from the gut. So my gut, but yeah, gut and head. Like your gut health affects your mental health. So my <laughs> gut and my head, they're working in. In unison right now, and where I'm at is what's your pick, man? Thirty-two twelve Panthers. Um, Dylan Edwards, Clive Churchill medalist. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I have a feeling it's not going to be close. Shut up. <laughs> it's not gonna, I don't think it's going to be close either. Yeah, I think it's going to be tough. Think it's going to be a tough. you thought the Cowboys points? Nash the Eels as well. Hey. You, shut up. 
Actually, let me go. Th- talk about that. I change. I'm gonna go 32, 14. How many points is that? That's 40. That's 44 points. 46 points. Okay. 46. 46 no, points. I'm in, I'm in differential. Oh. Oh. Um, 18. 18. Yeah. Yeah. 32, 14. Which uh, comes to the sports bet of this ne- this evening. I, I don't think you've done one, have you, Tim? No, I have. I can give you one. Oh, okay. Give I me have. one. You've done one. No, I don't seem like you guys. <laughs> well, so what are we, are we just like everything, like anything, or did you want to hit like some key categories? Uh, Which categories did you hit in yours? How many did you pick like three? I've gone Stephen Crichton Four? anytime. You'll like that. Totally anytime, surely. Stephen Crichton anytime. Panthers to win the race to 10 points. Panthers to win the race to 20 points. Uh, Liam, <laughs> Liam Martin anytime try scorer. And that's paying $14.50. Wow, you haven't put an eel in there for any time. Quite concerned about the eel score. Don't even like a Seville. Bro, the eels literally scored half their tries off forward passes against the Cowboys. So I, well, I don't know if they can. <laughs> you said only one of them was forward. <laughs> Have you changed your mind now? I'm just saying, I just think we're about to do some damage to them. Do you like, the, do you like a tip? Um, yeah, pretty good. I think Liam $5.25. The only thing that I would like the first to 10, that could be anything. Like, Henry could get a thin bin, Parramatta gets like 10 points, and then they don't score again for the rest of the game or something. Like, crazy. It's the scam. Nah, that's okay. I mean, first to 10, first to 20. Liam Martin, Liam Martin's not scoring. You always pick a forward, like three months not going. I, I got how much did you say I was paying? Fourteen dollars fifty. Fourteen. That was what three legs. Four legs. Four. Except the the Panthers race to twenty points doesn't even feel like a leg to me. That just feels like a given. Yeah. See, so I have three legs. Paying twenty eight seventy five. <laughs> What is it? <laughs> well, so the big one is like first try scorer. Oh, uh, okay. Grand final. Chuck in a first try scorer. I got Brian Toto as the first try scorer. Mm-hmm. Um, Dylan Edwards anytime at like three, I think he's saying like 315. Um, and then Panthers to win 13 plus. Nice. I like it. I like it better than mine. It's possible. That could you could see that happening. I mean, you can see everything happening, but you could definitely see this happening. Yeah. No, I do see that. I I was thinking about do I put a uh, first time try scorer in, and which I would do Brian Toto, uh, and then yeah, I see Dylan Edwards scoring. A little backup off the. Yeah, I see. I see something like is is. I'll, I'll fix this the next time we do a podcast. I'm gonna clip it up. <laughs> Can you not take forty minutes next time we do a podcast as well? I'm gonna clip up every time your camera's fallen. <laughs> it's now not even staying up. What the hell? Um, I'm just gonna hold it. Yeah, there we go. Um, I can see Brian Toro getting the first try. Like Nathan Cleary puts a big kick up, 
Blake drops it, and it's either like a play on or set a scrum midfield, and then they just go out to Brian Toro. Easy. And then Dylan Evans, because he's just going to run for like 300 meters or something. No, I like it. I'm probably going to hop off on the back, hop on the back of it. Um, anyway, <laughs> I think that's a wrap on the show this evening. Yeah. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Besides, well, actually, I wanted to, I wanted to talk about some other stuff. I wanted to talk House of the Dragon, but I'm only a quarter or so of the way through the latest episode. Max hasn't watched it yet. He watches a. Yeah. I fell asleep. I was tired. I was like, I'm not, I'm not taking this in. Um, but Tim, I do. I was trying to call you last night, actually, and you <laughs> pick up your fucking phone, and then how? Um, wait, this isn't a spoiler. This isn't a spoiler for Max. But like, how did you feel about the very first scene of the episode? Yeah, it pissed me off. It pissed you off? Oh, it was like, sorry, it's intense. Like, did you like? Six episodes in, like that was it was just a, especially if you had the sound up, like if you had the sound up, like all the way up. This feels like a bit of a spoiler. Whoa! <laughs> like he has no idea. No, no, no. we're gonna leave that. But no, 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 no. So I feel like it's some sexy, some sexy stuff you're talking about. <laughs> well, like bad sexy, like. <laughs> I would love, I would love for you, like, for you to watch it with, like, just the sound, so no visual. Yeah. With you, and just see what you think. No, I'm gonna call you after this because something is. I tried to call you, I, like, literally, like, three minutes into the show because I was like pissed off about something. But <laughs> I'll, I'll call, I'll call you. Oh, shit. Wait, so uh, when, uh, what are you guys doing for the grand final? I don't know. Sunday night. Public holiday Monday. Oh, wait, also, that, um, that Ruben Carter stat that you sent through about how he only missed 17 tackles all season and, like, 97% tackle efficiency, that's correct. And he only had three errors for the entire season. So he made he made six hundred and seventy five tackles and missed seventeen. That's wild. He's so good. He's actually probably my favorite cowboy. Ruben Carter. Yeah. I can do that. I think he's my favorite. Over. How far? How far down the list is Carfield? Lost. Dude. The Cowboys have a full 30-man squad. Because <laughs> he's 30. <laughs> is, he, is he like your least favorite Queenslander? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You embarrassed the state when he put who, it in Ryan's jersey. Who's, who's... I can't think of another Queenslander who I dislike more. Michael Ennis. Doesn't play anymore. Michael Ennis was, was a blue. blue. Oh, wait. Shit. He played for the Broncos. He was my least favorite Bronco. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. That was the hardest because he was good too. That was so hard. He was good. He was never as good for us as he was for the Sharks. But 
he was good, and it used to piss me off. He won in 2016 with the Sharks, right? When they won. Was he still that hooker in 2016? Yeah. That was the year they won, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was that hooker. That was the year they beat those bums in the grand final. <laughs> Who is he calling bums? Does he know who they played? They, didn't they play the Roosters? Yeah, the they, they didn't play... They didn't the, play the Cowboys. Storm won 2017. It wasn't the Cowboys. I think he thought it was the Cowboys. Cowboys were 2017. Yeah, they, they played the Storm in 2016, I think. Yeah, I can't remember. No, yeah, I think it was the Storm. All right. Well, I think Max is, I think Max is clocked <laughs> off. He's just walking around the kitchen. He's <laughs> going <laughs> left. What is he eating? I actually want to eat dinner too. I haven't eaten. Hey? What is he eating? What is he eating? Grain waves. My Oztag game starts in five minutes. I told Drian I might make it. I won't be making it. <laughs> Can you clip? Just clip that Drian. Yeah, I'll clip that. Bit. And like share it directly. Tag him in it. We need to start. We need to start. Um. Just going. You know how Bill Simmons is like clip this or like sound clip this. We need to start doing. <laughs> no, that. when he goes to no, he goes um Carl turn the camera. Oh, yeah. I'll turn the camera on. Don't they just film the whole this thing? Yeah, they do. I don't. I never understand that. That's fine. All right. Well, I'm gonna go get dinner. Have a good night, man. Yeah. Love you. Yeah. Love I'm you. Good. Yeah. Thanks. Love you, man. Yeah. Thanks.